Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right. This is Writing Excuses, Season 2, Bonus Episode 1. Maybe this will make it onto the special features. Possibly. Um, anyway, we are here in uh, Brandon Sanderson's signing, his release party for the third book of the Mistborn series, which I believe is called The Hero of Ages. Now wait, yes. when you say we, when you say we. When I say we, I mean a whole heck of a lot of people. Everyone say no, but hello. Who are you? Hi. Hi. Wow, that well, was amazing. Well, that floored the, <laughs> the uh, amazing. Thank you for flipping the bubbles people are very angry at us now. Um, when I say we, I mean my name is Dan. We have, of course. I'm Howard. And Jordan. Jordan. And, you know, a million lunatics. So, we, uh, Brandon's not here yet. We decided it would be a fun idea to just kind of hang out. He's got a huge line. People have been here since 5.30 this morning. It is now, what time? 5.30? 6? Yeah, yeah, we've had people in line now for 12 hours. Is that So, is so that Howard, I have to ask, how long were people in line for your book? Yeah, people were in line for three months because they pre-ordered it. <laughs> and I'm sticking by that story. All right. Uh, let's start. I want to talk to the first guy in yeah, line. Yeah, let's talk to Who the first the guy very in line. the first person like, uh, in this line? There are two of us. All right. Well, both of you get over here. All right. Okay, if you've been in line together for 12 hours, I'm going to assume you're fairly good friends by now. Which one was now. the first one or that bitter walked in? Enemies. Tell, tell me your name there, sir. I'm Chris. And? Sam. Sam. And uh, let's start with Chris. Go ahead and grab this. Hold it right up to your mouth so that uh, people can hear you. I want you to tell us why you're here. 
uh, because I absolutely love. Okay, when I say hold it up to your mouth, I mean right next to it without a thumb in right, the way. Right, like there we go. Like, almost like it's a straw. Because I absolutely love Sanderson's books, and I really want number one, and I'm excited. I've been waiting for this book to come out for like a year now. Okay, you realize number one's been out for a long time. This is the, this is the release party for number three. As in, he's numbering the copies, and I want oh, okay. number one to be in my book. I get you. Oh, Brandon Very has good. just Very arrived, good. in fact. Hey, Ladies let's... and gentlemen, Mr. Sanderson is in the building. Woo! Oh, give it up. Give it up. Come on. And we have once again blown out our sound system. <coughs> I'm sending the bill to we'll, you. Yeah, we'll have to edit that. <laughs> we'll have to edit that out. Okay, Sam, we never got any comments from you. Oh, right. Sam, Sam, what time did you get here this morning? I got here at 5.30. And I, I understand they kicked you out for the devotional. No, no, no. We couldn't even be in line for the devotional in the bookstore. So we sat outside right in the world. So what was the temperature outside this morning at 5.30 a.m.? Um, cold enough to make my feet feel like they were almost frozen. Excellent. <laughs> very, very dedicated. Very, very dedicated. And you say you're missing a midterm for this. I am. What's the midterm in? Um, it's LAMP, which is Linux, Apache, MySQL, PHP. It's running a server. Wow. <laughs> wow. So if your server went down, it's his fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nerdy on several levels, and they all run very, very deep. All well, right. it looks like the uh, folks in line are uh, standing up here. Um, there's no way we're going to get Brandon over here to uh, say no. any words. He's going to be we'll just say words for Brandon. Want to talk to the people on the T-shirts? You're you're wearing a T-shirt. What's this T-shirt for? Um, this T-shirt is for the signing. We all just decided, hey, let's make some shirts, and that's what we did last night. And your shirt says what? Kelsier dies. And and who's Kelsier? Um, he's Vin's mentor in the first book, and. Oh, wait a minute, it's a spoiler. <laughs> so I'm standing in line. Should I be reading your shirt? No, you should never read shirt. I should my not shirt. be reading. What about your shirt? Should I be reading your shirt? Yeah, yes. you should read my shirt. <laughs> your shirt says Bastille dies. Now, Be Bastille with I, I a Z? I was convinced it said Bastille Diaz. <laughs> and I was well, really I wondering who that S's. was. That's Sam's fault. Ran out of S's. Yeah, so we substituted. The well, entire you got an S in Bastille. You could have done Bastille dies. That's true, but then her name would be wrong. <laughs> so you had to, had to pick between the proper noun and the verb, and you chose the verb. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very good. Who's Bastille? Uh, she's a character in Alcatraz, and she dies by the end of the second book. Oh. Well, I can't let my children listen to this podcast. <laughs> hey, now this guy's got four books. All right. Hey, uh, Ben, five. come on over here. I can't count. What, you're holding five books. Why are you holding five books? I uh, came from South Carolina, just recently moved here, so... Uh, and I have friends out there who I got into the series. So how much are you dropping on books today? It looks like about $125? About 100 bucks. Okay. Good call. Good call. All right, let's, uh, let's talk to this gentleman here. Tell, tell us your name there, sir. You curly-headed god, you. This is Ben, former roommate of mine, former roommate of Brandon's. Ben's not going to sign a release He is arguably the first person after Brandon to have read this book. Can you tell us how it ends? <laughs> For the love of Pete, Can you no. tell us very quietly I, I how it ends? Because there's people like, in line uh, who haven't I'm read it. I'm sure there was like a dragon or something and he eats everybody. Okay, no. yeah, I think that actually is how it ends. his books that way before. Okay. Now, we're going to ask this person right here. You're about, uh, say, 20th person in line. You've been here how long? I've been here since 1.30. You've been here since 1.30. What would you have done to us if he had just said how the book ended? and ruined the entire trilogy for you. I would have found out where he lives. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm very glad that that didn't happen then. So, excellent. And uh, tell 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 us why you're here. Well, um, I discovered his uh, Elantris waiting in line for Harry Potter, and then um, I went to the first signing of Miss Potter. Well, I'm going to take this. The second signing, and I got number thirty something, and so I had to get under thirty for these. Couldn't <laughs> break the numeric pattern. But after this, I can do whatever I want. Very good. Excellent. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for standing in line. And oh, look who else is here. Oh, hello. Hang on a minute, our we're extricating our microphone. Could you tell us your name, please? Hold that right up to your mouth. Right up to my mouth. This yeah. Is Nessa. Your name is Nessa, and, and what is your relationship to Brandon Sanderson? <laughs> we have a relationship. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I was his editor at The Leading Edge. That is correct. So you're the one that first taught Brandon how bad of an author he actually is. Well, actually, he was writing at the time, but I didn't know anything about it, and he never talked about it. So, Yes, so The Leading Edge, knew. for those of you out in podcast land, is a uh, college science fiction fantasy magazine. That's where most of us in this writing group kind of met each other, and Nessa was the mentor back in the day. Yeah, he was, he was the... Um, actually the assistant production designer or and so he would be I would was kind of in charge of helping to choose what we'd do and, and managing everything and he would after everything was edited he'd put it into the program and get it all laid out and all that kind of stuff and that's what he did and I left well, that that's year. excellent. Did he do a good job on it? You you can tell the truth. <laughs> Because I know when I was there, I didn't do much. The, the thing about Brandon was that he was always interested in changing things and, <laughs> and making improvements. And so he always had ideas for doing these kinds of things. And then he left. I mean, I left not long, you know, like about a year later because I graduated. Well, that's great. Well, thank you for coming here. How long have you been in line? I just barely got here, okay. so I'm guessing I'm probably going to be in line for another couple hours. Probably. The line extends very, very far. Yeah, I know. It's like almost clear to the wall at the other end. Excellent. But my, now my nine-year-old is standing in line for writing a while. <laughs> All right. We have a young man here in the line. Can He's you tell us your name, books. sir? Jacob. And how old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen. And how long have you been a big fan of Brandon Sanderson? Um, all right, and that wow. was ages ago. You so would have he's been probably like three. three years old at the time. No, I would like you to tell me your favorite author. And if it's Brandon Sanderson, I'm going to hit you with this microphone. It isn't. <laughs> Good for you. Who is it? Oh, well, that, that also deserves a smack with the microphone. But, but, Be nice, uh, Dan. I, I won't do it. So, uh... T t t tell, tell us what aspect of Christopher Paolini's books makes them your favorite. Um, you don't know? You just like them? Yeah. If, if Brandon Sanderson had dragons in his books, would, would, would he win? Would he be your favorite? Okay, so it's all about the dragons. So we should have taken No, we're going to take that up in writing excuses. We're going we're gonna to take Brandon to task and we're going to tell him, add dragons. <laughs> yeah, you need some dragons. Anyway, well, thank you very much. How long have you been in line, Jacob? Um, since 1.30. Since 1.30, huh? All right, well, uh, good luck. Hope you get a good number. Just for those who don't know, Brandon Sanderson is signing all of these books and numbering them. He numbers all of his books at the first signing, so that's why 
we just said good number. Oh, it's our good friend Eric James Stone. Eric. Attend Eric James Stone the microphone, see if That's he says an anything idea. intelligent. Yeah, we need some intelligence Something in this cast. You can always <laughs> depend on Eric James Stone for a, uh, a, a, a snarky quick. comment. By the way, I think I owe you an apology for the fast food comment. Um, <laughs> you might want to give him the mic so you can, people the, can hear this here you conversation. You get the microphone all the way up to your face so people can hear you. I was trying to figure that out. What were you trying to figure out? What, why the, the sketch said I write about fast food. And I must refer to you remember the Mountain Con, uh, the Mountain Con interview? The if on writing excuses, you listen to it today. I compared your writing to fast food. That's right. Because there's no ambiance, just like a fast food restaurant. You, you worry about the food instead of the... Now, I have been to McDonald's where they have those uh, <laughs> little so McDonald's-like Mayorland or whatever they call it, where they have like, little like murals on the side, <laughs> and then like all the little characters. So that's ambiance, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that counts. Good. Yeah. So a big fiberglass Mayor McCheese totally counts as ambiance. That's what Howard... I mean, um, Eric writes about is big fiberglass Mayor McCheeses and hamburgers. Yeah, because those go. are McDonald's. I think they now owe you an apology because that's not what your books are about at all. At all, is it? Actually, way back when I was in college, I wrote a short story about an alien who goes to a McDonald's. So. Well, there we go. It has all come full circle now. Thank you for providing us with closure, Eric. No problem. <laughs> this is Emily Sanderson, the lucky young lady who captured Brandon's heart. How long have you known Brandon? Let's see, I met him in November of 2005. So, 10 years. <laughs> Actually, she knew him longer because you were in What's band. What's that, BYU math? Back That's writer years. math. Writer math, oh, okay. You hard SF writers know math much I better like the than the rest of us. Version. <laughs> the part where I spurned Brandon at every opportunity. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. He now, claims that we knew each other in Cougar Band when we were freshmen and that he asked me out and I said no. It's true that we were both in the Cougar Band, but it's not true that he ever asked me But didn't me you out. play, you played clarinet, right? I played flute. Flute. You played now, flute. He, he always in high school oh. made fun of the clarinet and flute players, so I honestly don't believe he ever would ask you out because, <laughs> because he piccolo. thought that you were below him because he was a trumpet well, player. see, trumpet players always think that way. Yeah. The trumpet players have the reputation for being arrogant. They are. And, now, and they always fight with the trombonists. Well, everyone fights with trombonists. Emily, for writing excuses fans, for, for people who are listening to uh, the, the early season one stuff, could you tell us what writing excuses is, is brought to you by? <laughs> what isn't writing excuses brought to you by? You could say it's brought to you by the BYU bookstore or by Brandon Sanderson signing or by Emily Sanderson. Writing excuses is brought to you by Emily Sanderson. Very nice. It was awesome. Long-time fans will recognize that sultry voice. <laughs> sultry. Now, Jordo has put word. his mic on Joel Sanderson, heir to the legacy. Hey, Joel. He is missing a sock. He pulled it off and dropped it. And I oh, he's going to eat that mic? He's going to eat that mic? Yeah, he, he wants to take a big lick of it. He's just going to eat it. All right, well, Emily, uh, I'd like you to tell me who your favorite author is. No, 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 no jingoism be, here. your favorite with Dan person? And Wells. Because he's not getting any love today. No, I don't want it to be anyone you've met because that is cheating. No one that I've met. 
Who's your favorite author you haven't met? It's my favorite author that I haven't met. That's hard. There are too many good authors. Okay, then tell me the last book you read. The last book that I read was Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Hey, that's the last book and that I read. And you met Patrick Rothfuss. And I have met Patrick Rothfuss, but I really, really like this book. Um, one of my favorite authors during my childhood was Patricia Reedy, who wrote Dealing with Dragons, and I've met her too, actually. Some, <laughs> one of the perks of being married to her. Well, then. Um, she was one of my favorite authors. Who's your favorite dead author? My favorite dead author? Jane Austen. Jane Austen, well yeah. done. I, we'll I accept that answer. I, have to, I just have to say it. And Excellent. I really have read all of her, her works and really like them. So. Well, very nice. All right, well, it is a pleasure to uh, see you here. Pleasure to be here. We, uh, I'm frankly a little tired about talking to Brandon Sanderson. How about you? I'm bored. I'm bored stiff. Yeah. I was bored five minutes before. I, I, got I think here we had to talk about something about else. Yeah. So uh, I'd like someone within the sound of my voice to come and talk to me about an author who is not Brandon Sanderson. Because seriously, the guy's a hack. First, first one to come over here is going to be famous across the internet. It's right here. We are not getting any takers. You're either shy or you are rabid Sanderson fans. Right Which over here. Right Sanders. over here. Yep. Right over here. Holy, Holy cow. Crap. Bacon. Come here, bacon shirt people. Okay, that's awesome. That's that's not just awesome, that's awesome sauce. All right, tell me your name. Anthony. And what's on your shirt? Bacon. Yeah. Tell me your name. Denise. And what's on your shirt? More bacon. Nice. Now, <laughs> could you please tell me why there's bacon on your shirt? Aside from the fact that bacon's awesome. Because um, bacon means kissing. So my sister gave us bacon shirts for our bacon. Wait, bacon wait, wait, means nice. kissing. Bacon. Please explain. Is that like the the, the anecdote that is, is sure like the, to be delightful and wonderful that explains why bacon means kissing? It's kind of a secret. Oh really? This gets juicier so and juicier. Uh, etymo etymological, etymological, etymological chain. An entomological Entomological. Chain? Okay, so there's no bugs <laughs> in the bacon kissing. That is correct. There's okay, no so, so you two are married then? <laughs> yes. All right, it's not just a pure coincidence you showed up at this thing with the same shirt on. No. Okay. We're also standing next to each other and wearing. Well, see that it's. Not okay. Well, very good. And you're not wearing bacon shirts because you thought Dan was going to be here. That is also. Do you have any idea who I am? Um, looks like you're. Golf That's gosh. a no. They're nah, reading your name tag. Man. Tell us who you are. Uh, my name is Tom Conrad. Okay, and tell us why that's important. I was Brandon's freshman year roommate in the Excellent. Okay, you know, he tells uh, stories about you all the time. 100 floor Stoger. Are we wow. to understand that you are a computer programmer? That is a negatory. I was a Dang. chemical engineering major. Okay, so. he must tell his roommate's story about someone else then. Well, that's I was good. A chemical engineering major for two semesters, one semester. I actually one I was a sociology major for a year. Most people don't admit that. Well, I, I left. <laughs> <laughs> and now you write horror. Yes. If that can be interpreted to mean anything significant. So tell us, tell us an embarrassing story on uh, Brandon. Well, well, I don't know how embarrassing this is. I'm sure stories of Brandon's messiness are legion, but uh, you know there was the line down the middle of the room. There was no official demarcation, but it was pretty obvious which side was mine and which side was his. There were uh, umpteen piles of sundry various things all over the place, and, and uh, I, I tended to just kind of push it back every time I tried to approach them. And, and, and they're living. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it has a mind of its own, and 
deep. He's probably written about it more from where they're coded in some way, so it's not quite obvious that it's what he's talking about. There, there's actually apartments Brandon has moved out of where they've had to replace the carpet in the, the room that he just moved out of, because how bad it was. I'm shocked. <laughs> wow. That, that, I'm sure there's the obvious stories of his, his mega salt affliction. Yeah. You know, I don't believe that's ever been mentioned in our podcast, so why don't you tell us about the uh, salt addiction? Well, get, the, get the microphone up there. I'll get the microphone a little bit closer. He was talking, uh, well, we'd eat together, of course, at the at the Heelman Hall's uh, Cannon Center, is it? Yeah. Time That's flies true. and things forget. But, but yeah, I remember one day we were having fries and, and I was like, man, is it snowing in here? And oh, okay. Like, no, I'm just making sure that it has we'll, enough we'll, on we'll there. We'll for come me. back to you in a minute. Well, I mean, he'll salt McDonald's fries, he'll salt pizza, he'll salt bread, he'll, he'll, he'll salt, salt salt. He'll salt his sunflower seeds that yeah. he got that came pre salted, yes. Yeah. Wow. You know, I have salt. seen him uh, eat nacho chips that were too salty for him. Oh, really? my God. Why? I, I, was, I was astonished. You know, I have a hard time believing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Um, he said they were too salty, but he ate them all anyway. So, so they weren't too okay, salty. So it's yeah. just kind of like when you burn pizza. He just claimed he the they were pizza too and salty. Says, well, this is burned, then he'll eat it. <laughs> just notes on it. Well, he actually likes it burned, which is weird. Now, we've had a, an offer of another salt story over here, so I'm going to okay, steal this here, here from you. you. Well, we're going back guys. to Charissa, who swore she had no stories to tell. She does have a story to tell. Okay. Hey, All right. I'm totally stealing from Stacey Whitman. Okay. Um, she talked about how they uh, were having a get-together and making dinner, and apparently they were doing well, for a second there, I actually thought you were some kind of Korean And she was busy running here and there and trying to get everything together and was kind of assigning tasks off. She made the mistake of assigning Brandon to season the meat. Uh-huh. Needless to say that they ended up going out that night. Because <laughs> it was inedibly salty. I It was a... Flavor and consistency of a horse salt lick. Okay, that's wonderful. Yes, well, thank you very much for that story. It's good to know. Now, uh, she referred to him as a salt vampire. That's one of the nicknames Brandon used to have back in the day from an obscure Star Trek reference. Now, I'm going to unplug this. Boink. Because we don't care about the rest of you in line. Sorry. But, uh, final words? Wow, the line is still at least 200 people long, and I'm ready least. to go home. If yeah. I were here in line to get a book signed, I don't love Brandon enough to no, stand in this No, neither do I. I. I don't really either. In fact, um, whoa, look at that. We're running out of time. Dang, we would love to stay, but, yeah, you, know, but uh, you know, yay our, for Brandon. This is thought about ten times longer wonderful than our attention span for books. Brandon is. So let's go talk about something else. minutes long because we're in a hurry, and... <laughs> We're too because smart. other to... people love Brandon yeah, more, more than, than we us. do. Wow. All right. Well, uh, goodbye, fair internet world. We will talk to you later. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.